Hey there, WNBA Nation. This is Jason, editor here of the show. Just wanted to jump on real quick and tell you guys what you're about to hear. So for those of you who sleep through the night or have not yet followed us over on Twitch, which if that's the case, uh, it's really easy to fix. You just go to twitch.tv slash WNBA Nation. Make an account if you don't already have one. Hit follow. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can subscribe for free. Otherwise, it's a couple bucks a month. We would greatly appreciate it. It really helps out the show. But you might have missed, if you're not following us on Twitch, the fact that we've been going on and live watching Team USA's uh, women's basketball games in the Olympics. And it's been a lot of fun. We we have a lot of our Twitch fans over there watching it live with us, talking about the game, talking about women's basketball in general. And sometimes we talk about biscuits and gravy or whatever other thing comes to mind. But we've been having a lot of fun over on those streams. We highly encourage you to go check those out. Uh, if If... Staying up until the middle of the night to watch the Olympics is not your cup of tea if you've got to work early in the morning or something like that. You can always go watch the replays. They're available for a few days after the stream. But I thought you guys in our podcast family might enjoy getting to participate on some of that. So I cut about uh, about 30 minutes or so of highlights out from the stream during last night's game. Uh, some of the conversations that we had regarding women's basketball and just a few other things. But Cut those together into a little episode, so it might sound a little choppy where it jumps from place to place. That's because um, I cut it down so you didn't have to listen to the full you know, two, three hours of streaming that we did. Uh, but Kyle and Logan watched the game live with our fans on Twitch and had a lot of fun, so that's what you guys are about to hear. And uh, if you like this, like I said, go check us out, check us out on twitch.tv slash WNBA Nation uh, and enjoy the episode. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collins. What up guys, this is Edward Sarkis. Hey, this is Imani Nikki Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of WNBA Nation. We are going to be doing our watch along for today's, tonight's, this morning's, depending on where you are, <laughs> basketball game between USA and Australia. We're just here live on our Twitch stream. Uh, we're going to be pulling the audio from here and just uh, throwing it up on our podcast feed. Uh, it's going to be pretty raw. Jason's going to go through, edit it out, and you're going to get the highlights. So whatever you hear from this point forward, that's what Jason thought was good enough to be uh, to include. So enjoy. Boom. <laughs> Y'all, let's talk USA versus Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't even get her to react to um, Stewie's block, but yeah, I I oh, watched it and it my eyes gnarly. got really big, <laughs> and I very very gnarly. Yeah, oh, I saw we tweeted about it, but I didn't actually see it. I yeah, it was it was something. It was. Oh, well, I don't. I don't know what the score of this game is, but Rosenberg just tweeted Sue Bird's corner three is money, and if Sue Bird is hitting threes, then I don't think we're gonna have. Yeah, she's not made shots like in the Olympics hardly. So they, uh, it's twenty four to nine currently. Oh, uh, with fifty <laughs> seconds left in the first. So, so they got the memo I, that they might actually have to try. Yeah, I think so. I think they might be a little mad. Yeah, uh, I think about two things. It's about time they felt any emotion on the court whatsoever. I will say this. You made a point to me last night. This is probably the last thing I'll say, and then I'll have to jump off. But like when, uh, cause, uh, the men's team had a bit of a scare the other night against Spain for a little bit. And then you kind of sent me exactly what I was thinking. What's 
it's almost not fun watching teams just kind of fool around and then somehow win games by 20. Yeah. And it's just like, like it'd be a no, it's, it's not fun sometimes when you see them teams get tested and then it's like, all right, well then when's the moment going to happen where they just break out and then the game's over. Yeah. And so that there's been a little bit of a, a fire, um, getting the women, the, you know, the women's team going has been pretty awesome, but yeah, that the um, men's, the men's game against Spain made me feel like, I don't know whether I'm embarrassed that we won that game, even though we played bad or if it's like, Oh, we're so good. Cause we played bad and we won. Cause it kind of feels like not great to win a game that way. And that's how the women have been playing. a lot. And you also know that Sue well. was watching, Sue was watching us Canada soccer, probably pretty closely and uh-huh. not like, I, yeah. Could Better get some extra sleep. Logan, as before we head into this second quarter, the second quarter is just getting started. Um, USA is pretty well, uh, doing, doing some work here against the Opals. Um, Stewie's just having an absolute like mess of a game or not, when I say mess, it's really good. <laughs> She's just obliterating Australia on both ends of the floor, having multiple blocks, just, just making buckets left and right. But before we get into the into the actual uh, stream here, Logan, we've got some news for a lot of our listeners. We officially are going to be moving into an agreement and uh, becoming part of Blue Wire Podcasts. Oh yeah! And we We're could not it. be more excited. It's a fantastic organization. That, uh, that after meeting with them, uh, a couple times here and, and, and working some things out, we feel like it, they're a good fit for us. And, and I think we're a great fit for them as well. Just really, really excited. This is a, a new, this is a new phase for our show, a, a new era, I guess you could say, moving into, to being part of this network. We're really excited to be working with them. So if you notice a few changes, your, your subscriptions, your, your automatic downloads, your interactions with us, and this, the quality of the episode shouldn't change too much. Um, you may hear uh, a few differences. Um, obviously, you'll be hearing some ads run and, and some things like that um, as as we are part of that network uh, moving forward and part of this organization. But Logan, just uh, yeah, tell, just give me your thoughts as as we've kind of worked our way into. Um, an agreement here with blue wire. What's uh, what are your thoughts on this as, as our shows moving forward here? Yeah, man, our, uh, our, our merry little band has been dropping uh, <laughs> some, some pretty stellar EPs and, and, a, and like a, like a good freshman and sophomore effort album. And uh, now we're signing with some of the bigger boys. We're going to get out there a little bit more. We're going to have some people in the network. Uh, the, the user base is going to grow. Uh, it's gonna be higher quality, hopefully more frequent episodes as well for you because we're gonna be uh, we're gonna have the ability to do a lot more things on our end. So I think this is gonna be good for everybody involved. Um, it does it you know it feels uh, it feels cool. It feels cool. Like someone actually messaged us uh, over Twitter and said like I'm the one who you know gave your name to Blue Wire and we're excited to have you. And we were just like oh like that's like that's such a big compliment um, considering where where this thing all started four years ago and we you know we've we've established some routines that are really fun. Like we have episodes we do every year now that I always look forward to. And I think this will just give rise to more of, of that sort of action. So uh, I'm looking forward to not just coming back from the Olympic break and getting back into the season, 
but also having a like kind of have being fully operational as a as a podcast and part of a network when we do that. So very uh very much excited for for that and this is a great time to do it because we now we've got a, a little bit of ramp up period before the the latter half of the season begins. Uh and we're going to be bringing you all the stuff that you still know and love with the show um as we have all season. So yeah. it I, I'm honestly I'm watching the Olympics right now with you, Kyle, and it's fun and it's exciting, and I'm I'm glad that they're playing well. But part of me is starting to really get the itch for like, man, I I really want to get to like August, like end yeah. of August, get get back into the swing of of yeah, WBA I, season. I, I want to know I want to know who's gonna who's gonna go off and who's gonna fade down right. the stretch because we've talked about it so much already. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have some uh, midseason grades episodes coming out that you'll be hearing here shortly over the next week or two. Um, and we're really excited to get those out, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been really fun to sit here and watch, watch these Olympics and, and, uh, you may have noticed a little bit of a lull in some of our, uh, in in some of our, our content. And that's just simply because we wanted to, to, kind of narrow things down and, and work out any kinks that we may have as we make this transition. But again, shouldn't affect uh, your experience as a listener at all. It's still going to be the same type of show. We're not going to really change much. We're just simply partnering with uh, with a, an organization that not only loves sports in general, but actually has shown support uh, and love to women's sports and even specifically women's basketball. There's uh, a, a couple names that are also working with Blue Wire that you may have heard of. Uh, if any of you may have heard of, you know, Shanae Ogumake, maybe uh, Lisa Leslie, uh, and uh, our friends at Burn It All Down Pod. There's some great, great pods uh, working uh, with Blue Wire, so we encourage you all to, to check them out. And and uh, hopefully we may be able to pull some of these other podcasts onto the show, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But that's kind of our big news that we've been wanting to wait to release till right now. That transition is going to happen here over the next day or two. Um, and you'll see, uh, maybe a couple little things change, but for the most part, your, your experience should be pretty well uninterrupted. Logan, let's talk USA Australia. It's really the best thing Australia could have done for Team USA basketball was beat him in the exhibition before the Olympics began, because this is the first emotion and like intensity I think we've seen from team USA since the tournament started. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that it's, it's a close game right now. It's a uh, 12 points. So they're still up by quite a bit. USA is doing really well, but like Bree Stewart got out to a hot start and, you know, Sue is hitting corner threes and they're playing really good defense. They're rebounding the ball. Well, and it, it's like they finally got through their heads you can't sleepwalk to a gold medal. Even if you've got whatever the five most talented players on earth on your team and the men's team needs to get this through their heads too, because they almost got spooked by Spain the other day and Spain has to give minutes to Victor Claver. So they shouldn't <laughs> have even been on the same floor as team USA. You, you like, no matter how talented the team is, you still have to play the game. Um, and I, you know, the start that they got off to tonight seems to indicate. Hey, we acknowledge that we've gotten slow starts in, in a lot of the group play games. We don't want to mess around here. We're here to win gold. Um, and it's, it's nice. Like I, I want them to play with intensity. I want, I want to see them play defense. I, you know, I want to see Tarazi yelling at people to meet her in the lobby. I don't want to just have this passive 
atmosphere like it seems like we've had for the last several games. So yeah. tonight they're starting to show a little bit of killer instinct. I hope that the end of the game is is similar. Um, and it's too bad that that's coming against Australia, who's a really talented team. Uh, yeah, Australia because, actually has kind of struggled. They have not bit. looked as good as they have yeah. been in the past. Yeah, yeah, in their in their group phase, you know, didn't look didn't look fantastic, and so far hasn't had a fantastic, you know, showing. Um, but yeah, overall, it's yeah, it's it's. This is a, a squad that you can look at and recognize that they, um, so many names on this Australian team have either been in the past or are currently like working in the WNBA. You yeah. know, you've got your Leilani Mitchells, Alana Smith, Kayla George. You've got a, you've got several players, you know, on this team, Australia, uh, that, that have connections with the, with the W. And so it's really, yeah, it's it's really exciting to to see them have a chance to uh, do something against Team uh, USA here. But yeah, yeah. When I know when the team was announced, there was a lot of drama about who was on and who wasn't for Team USA, and people saying, you know, I, I don't think people were directly rooting against them, but they were like, I wouldn't be surprised if the politics got in the way of them winning gold and. Like there's been a lot of doubts, like putting Trazi and Subert on the team. People were saying like, oh, the old guard is there. But like, why? <laughs> and it's like, no, I, I've always, uh, you will never catch me saying like, they're, they're not going to like, they're too talented to not win at all still, but they've been playing as though it was just going to be gift wrapped to them. And almost like they were trying to preserve themselves for the rest of their WNBA seasons. Like, Hey, I don't want to give. You know, I don't want to give too much effort here at the Olympics because I still have to go back and, and make my money. Um, I, I, I'm just saying that's how it looked. I don't think that's how these competitors actually think. Um, it just, right. it was sluggish and it was, it wasn't true to form. Mm-hmm. And so far in the first half tonight, we're starting to see a little bit of a spark that I think Team USA wants to be known for, especially because of what's on the line this year. Um, and like the anniversary that, that it represents and, you know, the, the old team's involvement and all that. So, you know, Don Staley's a good coach. I, I, this is a good team. I've always trusted them to be able to get the job done, but it's nice to, it's nice to see them finally outwork a team instead of just be super athletic in the fourth quarter and end up, you know, running <laughs> through Asia and Bree and winning that way. So the, the WNBA announced a new thing today. It got Twitter a little bit buzzing. I know you probably saw the same polls that I did. Uh, do we want to talk about vote for the goat? Uh, absolutely. Are we, we going to be re-embroiled in the goat discussion? I know we <laughs> we did a, a, an episode not too long ago that was. Uh, do we do Mount Rushmore's? I think we did Mount I Rushmore. Think we did Mount Rushmore, top four. but we also kind of had that goat discussion. You know? Yeah. Um, I I'm I'm really excited about this. So it's to celebrate the 25th year of the WNBA. They're going to be honoring 25 greatest players of all time and have a chance for all of you fans to vote for the goat. Um, let me just read a, a quick little, uh, uh, blurb here from WNBA 
themselves. It says, as the WNBA continues to commemorate its landmark 25th season, the league today announced plans for the selection of the W25 and the first ever launch of the Vote for the Goat program. Many WNBA players have been deemed the greatest of all time over the last 25 years. And off the top of my head, there's several that you could you could mention uh, all the way back with Cynthia Cooper moving forward to, you know, Lauren Jackson, Liz can or uh, not Liz Cambage. Um, hey, uh, Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, Maybe Liz Moore, Elena Deladon. Like there's been so many. Um, getting back vote for whoever here. you want. It says, but fans will vote for their goat by calling out their pick with the hashtag WNBA goat vote on Twitter, WNBA.com or on the WNBA app. Um, so that is, that's really exciting, um, to get that, to get that kicked off. Um, basically there's a list of 75 nominees based on obviously on court performance, but also leadership, sportsmanship and community service and contributions to team success. Um, and then of course the overall growth of women's basketball, um, not just in the WNBA, but, but also across the world. So. Um, media members, women's basketball pioneers and advocates will cast votes to determine the W25, which will be unveiled Sunday, September 5th. Uh, and then, um, yeah, the, everybody will have an opportunity to, uh, starting on September 5th, immediately following that announcement, be able to continue to vote for the member of that W25 group that they believe is the greatest WNBA player of all time. Um, and that voting will conclude on Sunday, September 19th. And then we'll find out who the goat truly is during the WNBA finals, 2021. Obviously, uh, obviously this isn't as maybe prestigious or as important to, to players careers as making the Olympic team. But the fallout when the Olympic team was announced makes me feel like there's going to be a lot of yes. opinion. I mean, obviously it's opinion based, but there's someone's not going to make your top 25 or the top 10. And it's, you know, obviously the WNBA knows that they want to spark discussion over this. That's the whole point. It's going to be a big fan engager. We're going to talk about it a lot. Um, but I just remember like every, every player is someone's favorite player. So like try not to get too mad when. Like not every single one of your 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 women get in because I know all I'm saying this mostly for myself because um, <laughs> earlier uh, I can't remember who was running all the polls but there was uh, oh who was it someone was running all those polls that was like it was like ten or fifteen different players and they yeah. were like so and so is top five is it top, top five 10? top ten yeah. top twenty or twenty five plus. And what was funny is every single one of them, the overwhelming majority seemed to be like, oh, they're a top five player. It's like, all right, well, 15 players aren't going to get into the top five. five. So people are going to get a little, a little angsty about it. And I'm, you know, I'm excited for that just because I I think ranking things is fun, but I'm also like, like, just remember, like, it's all for fun. It doesn't matter. Like, really? So. Um, but I do, I, I'm interested if you have, since the last time we talked about Mount Rushmore's, um, I know mine probably changes by the day, just depending on when you ask me, but I know instantly I went to a lot of older players and thought, well, in my top 10, for sure, I've got to have catch. I've got to have coop. I've got to have Lisa Leslie, probably swoops like that. I went right to there and then probably Tarazi and, 
And I would Bird. even put Stewie in there already. Um, because I, I, I know she's in the middle of her career, but I think Stewie's already established herself as, as kind of the new school. Like she's going to be one of those players. Do you um, think Stewie's established? Do you feel this a similar way? I know she's two years behind, but what about uh, like someone like Asia? I I think it's too early for Asia. <laughs> just, yeah. just barely. I think if Asia wins a championship this year and finishes like top three in MVP voting, which is entirely possible. She's still on her rookie contract. It's really hard yeah. to put someone as the GOAT when they're on a rookie contract. Because there's still the possibility, however minute it might be, that Asia steps away from basketball or something or, right. or a critical injury happens or like you can't get four years. You can't log four years in the league. I know hall of fame voters in every league think this way. They think longevity is just all there is. And it's not longevity. Isn't all there is, but there is something to be said for turning in 20 years of great performances versus burning really brightly for three or four seasons. And then kind of, Disappearing. Yeah. That's so, not what's um, going to happen to Asia. But like, say, you wouldn't have known Maya Moore wasn't going to be a 15 year yeah. veteran, right? When you she, would assume when Maya Moore was going to be a yeah 14th time All Star, right? You know, and and probably for a lot of people, I'm betting that Maya Moore gets voted into the top 10. I think Maya Moore, because here's the thing, especially where it says it's not necessarily all on court. You know, there's off court things that are, are obviously sure. factors here. And I, I don't necessarily see Maya Moore coming back to basketball, but I, I think that she's probably in my, I think she for sure makes my list of the W25. Oh, geez. Stewie dropping another three. <laughs> she's just unconscious at this point. That's, that's rough for Australia to, to hit the, the, yeah. the Stewie goes into takeover mode night. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's too early to say, I, I'll, I'll put it this way with, with Stewie and Asia in mind. I think if you were to ask me straight up, like is Asia Wilson, one of the 20 or one of the 10 best players to ever play in the WNBA. If you phrase it that way, I think, well, yeah, like talent wise, athleticism accomplishments. Like, yeah, I, I could probably, I could probably say that. But if you said you get to hang 20 plaques in a, in a hall that everyone will come look at. And it's got to be the 20 like most legendary WNBA players of all time that changes it, right? Like it becomes like, ah, but I don't know if she's, you know, I don't know if she's etched in bronze yet. I feel like she's still got a lot of basketball left to play. So you can't really, you know, you can't really say that yet. So I, I think Stewie may have bridged that gap, but it's too early for Asia, even though she's on the trajectory to be. My takeaway from the men's game against Spain yesterday was. Well, I guess you can play pretty bad as long as you have the best player in the world on your team. And now, the, like, I'm watching the women play and they're playing pretty well and they have the best player in the world on their team. And they have the second best player on the world, you know, also on their team. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it, it allows you a lot of, a lot of flexibility as a coach when you can just throw Asia and Stewie out there and be like, I don't know. I don't care what you guys do. <laughs> you figure it out. Uh, El Rosenberg, stoked that you're uh, that you're joining us. Yeah, we've been on for a little bit. For a little bit, we've been on for about two and a half hours now. Um, Ariel Atkins getting first half minutes. You know, I'm all about that. You know yeah, that about stoked. time. I will take that any day of the week. Gosh, I was. I like my heart breaks for <laughs> the end of the bench players on Olympic teams who are like better than the top. 
1% of the 1% of athletes in the entire world who go all the way to the Olympics just to wear warmups and give you bench celebrations. And it's like, guys, like I did all this work to get here. Like, let me play basketball. Don't just put me in for the last 30 seconds when the game is in hand. And Ariel Atkins just had that, that facial expression the last two games. Like, like I'm happy for you guys, but also like I'm a competitor. <laughs> let me play. Yeah. Oh man. They're playing the replay of that 400, uh, the women's 400 hurdles. That race freaking rolled. Oh, that was such a good race. Holy cow. She's 20, uh, Sydney McLaughlin's 21 years old. I don't know if you saw that. I, I don't, I am assuming this episode will come out by the time most people have seen that race, but yeah, I, I would watch hurdles all day. I'm not a track and field guy uh, much. I know Steve is really into track and field. Um, I, I watch the sprinting events. Well. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. you get, you probably, I, and I even prefer like races like 800 and up. Yeah, I do too. That's, the, that's what I did in high school was the quick I did sprints the stuff. Obviously, it's fun to see who the fastest person on earth is for a hundred meters, but I like the 400 and the relays and the 800 is really fun. You can jump I, out to an things, early lead and you're not necessarily yeah, going to win. Yeah. It's same with swimming. I like to see things develop versus who just gets the best, like the best start off the line and has the longest stride. And so the, the 400 hurdles was fun because you watched it develop around the, like around the arena and, you know, having it be USA versus USA one and two was kind of fun because it's like, all right, whoever wins, I'm happy, but holy cow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how long track stars usually go to the Olympics, but I'm assuming if she wants to be, she can at least be at like the next two. Yeah. I think, um, I think it, it varies, you know, obviously there's a, there's, there's a kind of a peak for someone to be dominant for a long period of time mm-hmm. is not likely because you have to train yourself perfectly to peak right at this exact perfect moment. Because if you just train to be top dog, top dog, top dog at all, you know, all year round for 10 years straight, it's not, that's not likely. You can't do that. You gotta, sure. you gotta have these ups and downs, these, 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 uh, dips and these peaks. All right, USA, give me some, some buckets. Hey, Leilani Mitchell, quit that. (laughs) Quit, quit. (laughs) I've, I've an undying love for Leilani Mitchell. If you were on, uh, if you were a listener to the show back during our like whole first full season, we were all about Leilani. I, I knew like 12 players names. And that was the one that I felt most excited about when she did something. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, I love watching her play. Well, it's cause she's undersized. She's, she played for Phoenix, uh, yeah. who was our very first like arena that we went to. And then she played at the University of Utah. So she's got that U- Utah connection for us. Oh, see, I didn't even make that connection. I, if anything, I would hold that against her. I don't care for Utah. <laughs> well, and I, I, but, <laughs> I'm not a University of Utah fan, but I think that's pretty yeah. sweet. Like I'm all about, but I do, she does fit. Yeah, she fits the mold of players I root for, which is undersized, underappreciated, not first round picks. She's like, currently the fourth oldest player in the WNBA. Wow. Yeah, wild, huh? She's the only girl of seven children, and her mother is an indigenous Australian. She's the coolest. She is the coolest. <laughs> That's a heck of an origin story. <laughs> I see Grinder out there. 
playing with some passion. Oh, they just dinged her for a foul right when I said that. But yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed. I think this you're, is the most I've enjoyed. Of seconds Grainer. behind me. Um, in in any season, ages literally last ages. <laughs> Um, I, I've enjoyed, like, I like seeing Griner look like she's having fun playing basketball. Yeah. Instead of just being mad at the world and in a hole. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know if she was actually any of those things the last couple of seasons. It just didn't feel like she was always engaged. <laughs> okay. Australia on offense in a while seem to be doing a lot better. Like they're getting more movement. They're getting some offensive boards. Things are I just a little know. better. They're going to hit like a three at the end of the quarter and they're going to win the quarter. I'm going to (laughs) be so mad. It's a, it's currently a two point lead for USA in the third quarter. Cause it was, we've been, uh, we've been Twitch streaming how many months now? I don't know how long Uh, we kind of, we kind of started the process back in January, but we really started streaming like February, March. I didn't really think about it, but for like six months, we've been Twitch streaming. And in that time, I've amassed like 30,000 channel points. And I just wagered a third of them on <laughs> just like, just like it was nothing. Just this one, like months of work. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get rich, remind me to watch you closely in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have an expenses problem. I just have a perpetual income problem. And there is a difference. <laughs> yeah. My other problem is my watch keeps beeping at me that I've been sitting for too long when I do these streams. <laughs> it's Although, like hey, you sitting for three and a half hours. Are you, I you sat in your today? I sat in your chair and used your setup for the last episode that I jumped on with uh with Jason. Yeah, how was that? Dude, I could sit in that chair for a while. <laughs> I drove like, my chair is great. My mom got me this chair for my birthday. I'm I'm not trying to besmirch my chair, but You've got it. Like you've got this ergonomic <laughs> mouse and all the screens are at like the right eye level. And I'm glad you, I, this I've movable pillow behind your neck. this setup. Yeah. 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 You've got a full on, like if you wanted to be a Twitch gamer, you're there. Like <laughs> you could bolt that chair into a race car and attach a seatbelt to it. And be I, to I'm so glad you like it. Cause I, I did a lot of research and saved up <laughs> just to get this chair. Because it was, yeah, I was sick of, uh, I was sick of having some issues like back issues and, and whatnot with, with previous chairs. Uh, 68 39. Yeah, 60 to 39 Team USA over Team Australia in, uh, it's the a, Olympics here. It's a 29, did I do that math right? Yeah, 29 point lead and it has been for like a full quarter. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Did she get the wind knocked out of her? Is that what's happened? There's an Australia player like down. It looks. Yeah. 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 Oh no! Uh, I don't think it's it a need. Maybe it is wind. She's, yeah. She just took a charge right to the solar plexus. Straight to like, the yeah, maybe a rib. Because <laughs> I don't think she's limping. She's just like I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> can't breathe. I'm not laughing. It's just she. She's obviously like. Like she's standing up and then she's keeling back over. Like, nope, that doesn't feel good. And I, I've been there. I get it. Ariel Atkins with the tray. Everybody, everybody goes through Portland at some point. Oh, good for Atkins. I want her to like score and be impactful in the Olympics. I'm so happy she's there. Dude, Jewel Lloyd. She plays basketball like I want to play basketball. 
Yeah. I think she plays yeah. basketball like everybody like believes they can play basketball. And that's just how, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, the last time I picked up a basketball, uh, Kyle and I played some, some kids out front in, in the driveway. Yeah. And we had just eaten big Mexican burritos at, I don't know why I said Mexican burritos, big burritos at this Mexican restaurant here in Smithfield. <laughs> and they, they didn't wax us. We were like, we were in the game, but we were having a hard time keeping up. <laughs> and, and in my head, I was like, I like, like you said, like when you watch Dueloid play basketball, it kind of has this pickup smoothness to it. And you're just like, Oh yeah, I used to play basketball a lot. Like I played all the time. And in my head, if I picked up a ball and started playing again, that's what it would look like. And it does not like at all. I, you know, it, you think, you think it'd be like riding a bike, but there's some rust, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, WTFG, man, you don't watch it up. That's cool. That's cool. Um, basketball, it's the best basketball product that you'll find. And it's 17 bucks for league pass. <laughs> best purchase. It is. It is the cheapest league pass you'll find. The best purchase you'll you'll make. The best value for your money that you would ever ever get. Trust us. We were uh so we were kind of similar like we just didn't like we didn't hate on the WNBA. We just didn't really follow it much. Probably what 5 years ago now, 4 or 5 years ago. And here we are. We've gotten so invested in this that we just we love it so much. <laughs> it's hands down my favorite, my favorite basketball product is the WNBA. I really do like, uh, something I really like about our show is we didn't start it to do like, Hey, women can play basketball too. We just started it because we all have like a sports journalism background. Um, into varying degrees, but like we've all written or broadcasted or done stuff with right. um, like sports coverage in the past. And so we were like, what if we just covered it like we've covered college football and we've all covered basketball yeah. and like Steve has been like in the locker room with like Kobe Bryant. Like, like we've actually like done some stuff like, yeah. <laughs> which we downplay a lot on the show, but I don't um, think people we all... realize the, the sports <laughs> journalism background that, uh, that at least three of us have. And then like media production that Jason has, oh. like it's been, we're and, and Jason's one of the brightest sports minds. Like basketball is not his first sport for sure. He's big in football and he loves hockey, but he gets, he gets basketball because he's, he's in, like intensely our, smart. Our first year, Jason wrote, uh, like an algorithm to predict scores that he called Whoopi and was just like, I just like did that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it was but, actually pretty good. But like central to our coverage was always just like Hooper's hoop. Like, yeah. uh, like you just said in the, in the chat, like ballers ball. Like it's, if you talk to your favorite NBA player and you ask about the WNBA, they're going to be like, I went to school and played in college and I knew the women's team and they all play ball. And it's yeah. just like basketball just is basketball. for everybody. So if like, you like drinking, it, go watch the NBA. If you like basketball, Right. Watch, watch the WNBA. Well, I like I don't have anything against watching the NBA. Like yeah. I 
Portland is my team. And, yeah, I'm well, actually, I have a lot yeah. against watching Portland, but <laughs> that's a whole other thing. <laughs> it's another we won't get into. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, like I I think the more I, I put this in the chat a second ago, but I think just the more it's available to watch, like it's it's easy to watch. If you go to Texas Roadhouse and there's a Connecticut Sun versus Chicago Sky game just on prime time on ESPN. I think more people are just going to understand like, Oh, it's basketball. And I like watching basketball. Like it doesn't have to be a political stance or like a, an initiative to be like, Hey, like I should, you know, I should go out of my way to do this. It's like, no, the media side should just make it easier to access the product itself on the floor is already fine. And and they're doing a lot more CBA wise on the business end to give them more money so that the season makes more sense and that the talent is better. And, you know, the finals are better and stuff like that. That's a whole discussion for several other podcasts, but like the product is winning and the media is catching up. And I think the fans are kind of the final piece of the puzzle that can only, they can only go as like, like the fan base can only grow as much as the coverage allows. And mm. for a lot of years, there was just no coverage. It was like, like at the end of an hour sports center block, someone would just be like, by the way, the Indiana fever have the number one pick in the WNBA draft. Anyway, goodbye. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, like, give, you know, show the draft on TV, show like the players, like give them their due and people will start to catch on that. It's just like, Oh, there's, they're basketball players who play in the summer. Like the season goes spring to August, yeah. basically. Like that's, that's what I love not, about it is like, it's not hard the once you're in doldrums it. of summer sometimes. It's, it's like, my low point for basket, like my low point for sports watching or was now it's my high point, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's a very positive community to be a part of on Twitter. I'll say that because, because yeah, NBA sure. Twitter can really get on your nerves. Uh, and like, I, and that's the other thing. I, I think a lot of people think you have to be super into the W and then like anti other sports. And it's like, I watch all of them. Like, I acknowledge the inherent issues with the NFL and I still watch NFL football and the same with major league baseball. Like I am a sports junkie that way. I think we all like all of our co-hosts and a lot of our listeners are, um, but it's fun to give that sports junkie treatment to W players because I think that's something that a lot of W fans haven't had access to. Like we, yeah, we started the podcast because we wanted to learn more about the league after our trip to Seattle and Phoenix. And it was really difficult because there wasn't anything out there like our show that was, you know, two or three times a week talking about in the weeds stuff and catching up on like what's going on with the season, putting things into context. So we were like, we should just do it. <laughs> yeah. It makes it, makes it so much easier to just like do it ourselves. So. Well, there officially is United States getting the W over Australia 79 to 55. They advanced to play Serbia in the semifinals. Uh, Serbia's win over China was actually really impressive. China has had a good showing so far. Um, that was a that was a good matchup between those two teams. So excited to see Australia and Serbia play. Uh, that's going to be let's see Wednesday night slash super early Thursday morning, depending on where you live. It's twelve fifteen Eastern in the AM. 12.15 Eastern time. 12.15 a.m. Eastern time is what I'm trying to say. Um, so there you go. We'll uh, we'll be up late trying to, to watch some of that as well. But, yeah, really excited. 
good. It was a great game. Um, we mentioned this on our, our Twitter. It's with the amount of WNBA connections that the Opals have, it's hard to see a team like that eliminated. Great players, some of our our favorite personalities sitting there playing uh, down in Australia, and a rich basketball history uh, in Australia as well. So big shout out to the Opals and their Olympic journey. And uh, yeah, best of luck to them moving forward. But congratulations to Team USA. Logan, anything else that you've got before we go ahead and sign off? Uh, just nice to see a dominant win. Um, I think Australia might have hurt themselves by beating them, <laughs> beating them yeah, earlier. I think, I think that that maybe got under their skin a little bit. Um, <laughs> huge night for Bree. Good night for Griner. Love seeing Ariel Atkins out there. Uh, they look like they're going to win the gold. And I, I don't think it's like we won the gold. Let's rub it in the face of people who doubted this team. But I do think it's important to remember, like the talent level on this team is still completely insane. Like. If you put it into a WNBA context, like like imagining a WNBA team with Asia Wilson and Bree Stewart, you'd automatically just be like, I don't care who the other ten players are, that team is winning a championship. And right. that's what the Olympics, you know, the Olympic team has going for it. So um, obviously there's more to it than just those two players, but when we get back into the WNBA season, I think you're gonna see those two really stand out, as well as your John Claude Jones and your Tina Charles and your other MVP hopefuls want to yeah just just thank everybody for, for hanging out it was uh it was a long stream tonight but we we had a lot of fun some some nice recording uh great game to sit there and watch uh between the united states and canada or not canada united states and australia and canada's uh, not we'll even see, a part of this we'll see you for the next round uh but for WNBA nation i'm kyle haywood i'm logan joe and we got you next time